Hello, and welcome to the Re-Re-Read podcast, where we consider what contemporary writers like you and me can learn from classic literature. Today's topic is The Brothers Karamazov, What We Write About When We Write About Money. This week's lesson from The Brothers Karamazov is to dare to write about a taboo subject, which at this particular moment is very much on my mind, money. In the first 150 or so pages, Dostoevsky has already tackled sadomasochism, religious doubt, religious excess, rape, familial loathing, generalized shame, and sex work. But reading Dmitri's confession of his own escapades to Alyosha, I kept noticing how focused the narrative is on cash. Dmitri is involved in not just a love triangle, but a love pentagon, encompassing himself, the beautiful and virtuous Katerina Ivanovna, the earthy and unvirtuous Grushenka, his brother Ivan, and his ubiquitous father Fyodor. Pretty much all of the themes I've just mentioned factor into the Pentagon, but the thread that sews them all together is money. The three chapters titled Confessions of a Passionate Heart are, in some ways, a story of following the money, to wit, 4,500 rubles. Katerina Ivanovna's father, a colonel, has apparently embezzled that sum from the government. Dmitri, who loathes Katerina for being beautiful and virtuous and ignoring him, offers to cover all but 500 of that sum if Katerina will, you know, submit to him. She decides to do so, but appalled by the extreme self-sacrifice of her offer, Dmitri knocks the payment down to 200 just to make her feel worse. Then he repents and gives her 5000 She later sends him the change, minus some transaction fee, when she comes into a large amount of money of her own. This indicates she's fallen in love with Dmitri because she wants to save his soul and is now in the financial position to do so. He gets engaged to her, but meanwhile he's fallen in love with Grushenka, who has her own money-lending schemes going on, and Fyodor wants Grushenka also, and Dmitri owes Fyodor money, and Ivan loves Katerina, and... Well, I followed it when I read it, but I really don't want to untangle it all again right now. The point is, I was really struck by all the accounting amid Dmitri's wailings and teeth gnashings. And I was struck because I really don't talk about money this concretely in my own writing. Why not? I suppose it's too pedestrian, or too crass, or both. They're grubby, aren't they? All those figures. And isn't money really just a proxy for other, more serious matters, such as power? Clearly, money is a vector for power, sexual, personal, and political, in this novel, but the money itself also matters to these characters because they are living on the edge. For various reasons, they all need cash, and they are well aware of exactly how much they and others need. They do not have the luxury of not crunching numbers. In their world, the actual numbers matter, as they did for Dostoevsky, whose gambling problem and resulting debts are well known. So a challenge I would pose to myself and writers like me, who aren't in dire financial straits most of the time, is to put money as money front and center in a story. Don't start out having the money represent anything else. It will do that on its own by stirring up buried elements of the character's relationships. Remember, for example, all those 19th century mysteries that hinge on inheritance. That's still a viable storyline. So are stories about friends or siblings of unequal means, or a warehouse worker deciding whether to go on strike, and so on. Here's a story. A lends B $4,500. Go.